Let us hear some words of wisdom, a, a reading from um, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Season 1, uh, Episode 16. <laughs> Chapter 1, Verse 16. Sounds like the book of Proverbs or something. <laughs> it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you're... <laughs> That's what... <laughs> I, I knew you were going Put for that. Put some organ but... music <laughs> right. in there. And... Season 1, Episode 16. Truth enlightens the mind, but won't always bring happiness to your heart. The wisdom mm. from these episodes is just unparalleled. <laughs> That's in the future. That's what they're going to be doing. <laughs> It'll be like a whole Star Wars religion. I've heard that when they do, you know, statistics reports or censuses, you know, like there's always a few people that list Jedi as their religion. <laughs> religion. <laughs> oh, brother. Disclaimer, potential Mandalorian season two spoilers ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's out now. We just uh, got done seeing uh, the first episode of Mandalorian season two, which is not our topic today, but we just kind of yeah. couldn't wait to... We can't wait two years to discuss it. So just dropped last Friday. It's all anyone's talking about. If you're not talking about it, I don't know what you are talking about. Then what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you even talking about? Yeah, how about that crate dragon? Yeah, what a weird crate dragon, though. That was really nice. <laughs> I mean, you don't ever really see it. Since when do they burrow underground? I don't know. I don't know my crate dragons. Do you? All I know about them is the skeleton that 3PO walks by. Oh. So, like, what what else do we know about them? Where have we seen them? Okay. No, they're in Knights of the Old Republic. You blow it up with mines. Oh, yeah, everything. I guess it's just it's more like a lizard. Okay. Yeah, he comes walking out of the cave and then just gets blown That would up. be a little much to be buried underground for Knights of the Republic. Technology hindered them from showing the true power of the Krayt Dragon. <laughs> Maybe they've evolved in 2,000 years. Maybe there are different uh, species. Breed. I, I don't care. Like they, they were just, they kind of ran with the concept. It's all good. But the Tusken Raiders cut open its stomach and find a the crate dragon pearl which was fantastic just a little easter egg yeah that is pretty awesome <laughs> is that was that an easter egg they found it that? had no relevance to the episode oh, but it, but it did because they were like hey we want the we want that no i know i know but they didn't explain what it was no I'm saying it could it looked like a literal easter egg right <laughs> yes what do you do with one of those it's just something you get it in in the game and it's okay. very valuable, right. and you right. can kind of retrofit it into a lightsaber crystal. I'm not sure how that works. If it's nice. actually that big, it'd have to be a pretty big lightsaber. But and with like giant teeth. What? No, no, no. The, the ball would become a... <laughs> not the whole <laughs> dragon. <laughs> Just the pearl. That's what I'm, I'm only referencing. <laughs> it's a great dragon lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> It was neat, though. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I thought it was really good. And we got our, our first glimpse of uh, presumably Boba Fett. Right. I know. I'm I'm excited for the next episodes here because they're definitely doing some interesting things in the series. Star Wars is such a cool universe and they're actually like doing cool things with it. It's great. <laughs> you know what I also love about this is something I think we've mentioned before, but that things such as Boba Fett crawling out of the Sarlacc pit and surviving yeah like this is all just stuff that fans were creating I well maybe it was like comic licensed yeah. novels and things but it was never anything as official as a movie but like the people who were telling those kinds of stories are now the generation of official writers and directors of official star wars You're saying that the official films and shows are now fan fiction <laughs> No, I'm saying the fan fiction has become real. (laughs) Reality. Reality. Within the Star Wars universe. (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean, you know, fictional reality. I know. know. Oh, yeah. It's real. I knew it. I knew it. It's all real. We just watched Galaxy Quest. couple days ago we watched galaxy quest. galaxy quest yeah that's what's it so aaron was quoting i was trying to everybody that doesn't know oh, okay i did not i'm one of them i did not know i quote galaxy quest a lot on this program man i was watching that movie and i'm like so many of these lines like i already know what he's gonna say here like i think i've seen that movie a few too many times <laughs> it's not star wars but it's a- adjacent maybe yeah yeah adjacent nesmith whoa nice <laughs> <laughs> terrible pun. That's the character's name for everyone who doesn't know. What's the, his name? Jason Nesmith. <laughs> just, just, Jason watch, go watch the movie. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Star Wars. What are we, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, what, what are we talking about this week? The hidden enemy. <laughs> yeah, the hidden enemy, obviously. <laughs> How could you not which, figure that out? Which enemy? Well, it's hidden, so we don't really know. Yeah. What is this episode called? The Hidden Enemy. Okay. I was not, I thought this was the name. I would maybe think of a different one. The last one was called Trespass. Okay. That's the next one? The previous one. Next one is called Blue Shadow Virus. <laughs> oh. That one, they're kind of trespassing, and there is a hidden enemy. That's why. Oh, <laughs> that's why you're confused. I was kind okay. of thinking. <laughs> names are just confusing. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the hidden enemy. We are going back in time. I know it's exciting. For some reason. Uh, this episode takes place before the Clone Wars feature film. Right. It's sort of a prequel to it. They're back on Christophsis. I think we mentioned it when we did the movie, the Clone Wars, but the uh, movie was actually a few episodes. Right. Originally, like they were a few episodes from the Clone Wars. Yeah, they kind of combined three episodes. Yeah. So it could have been that they maybe would have wanted to have aired this in order, but it made more sense to do that those three episodes as the movie, and then they just kind of yep. threw this in. Yeah, because, maybe. I've been uh, trying to piece it together and, and find <laughs> out what is going on here. Um, I found somebody online listing all of the production code numbers mm-hmm. which i think is like the order they created the episodes right. in oh i see they do have that listed and this one is not anywhere near the beginning i think it might even be two point something yeah so like, it is it could have been designed as like a flashback episode to start season two and then it was not used that way but it seems to me like this one was made afterward 
as a prequel. Yeah, so my theory is all wrong. But I don't know for sure because the production order is pretty jumbled compared to the actual <laughs> air date order. So I don't... I mean, each episode is a lot of times its own story or maybe a couple are. And then with the whole like voice announcing, like I feel like the jumping around works. Right. Yeah, with this type of a show where they're they're intentionally hopping all over the place, like I, it doesn't bother me too much if they hop back and forth in time a little bit, as long as it's yep. clear when that's happening, I guess. I mean, if you're a kid watching it, you might not, but you also don't really care as much. <laughs> well, right. When you're... Each episode is individualized enough where it doesn't really matter. You don't need to like... There isn't some overlying plot that you have to follow. My memory of being a kid watching any cartoon is... I just watch whatever happens to be playing on the TV at any given moment. Like, even shows that I was really into, I never, it never crossed my mind to, like, look up the schedule of, like, oh, a new, new episode of this is coming out Friday night. I gotta make sure to watch the latest. Yeah, right. Like, kids are not watching these in any kind of order anyway, even when they try, first aired. Yeah, try to watch them in in order to like see kind of this meta narrative evolving like yeah no they're just what? they're just like what's the tv gonna give me this yeah. afternoon which episode do i get of the clone wars right but i don't know even though this is out of order like i still kind of i, I like watching these as they were aired i mean it just kind of keeps it in some order maybe for my own my way to organize it in my to head. me it's like watching the films in the order they were created mm, right. like it makes it even they though they're on chronologically other. starting with number one like it makes way more sense if you watch them in the order they were made and like we've seen rex and cody in other episodes so like, i know who they are now i'm still i'm still teaching myself who the different clones are rex is the bald one yes yes with the blue and cody armor. is the one with hair in the yellow armor. Okay, all right. In this episode, we also get Slick, Jester, Punch, Sketch, Gus, and Chopper. <laughs> well, I knew Slick because they call him by name a few times. Because can I give it away? Give what away? He is the hidden enemy. Oh, what? right. Uh, or at least he's the TR8R of the clones. He is the hidden enemy. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I mean, let's just let's just kind of summarize what happens. Uh, there is a traitor amongst some clones. They right. don't know who it is, but somebody's passing information to Assange Ventress. And so is it Rex and Cody team up? This is sort of a clone-centric episode, and they're trying to root out which clone is responsible. And then, meanwhile, Anakin and Obi-Wan confront Ventress. Yeah. They were setting up for some kind of ambush, I think. Like, Anakin and Obi-Wan and some clones. But then, like, the droids got the drop on them because somebody's given all this insider information, right? Yep. And they uh, they grab the head of this commander droid. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Like, it was a pretty, like, casual shot of just a random clone ripping the head off it <laughs> and running and just, and just running away with it and like, that was it that was, the, that was all you see of it They're like okay yeah, yeah. then you see the droid without a head it's like like what if they never reference that again like that's what it felt like they easily could have they easily could have not <laughs> just like taking it for fun he's just collecting heads like that was a pretty important move but like the way they played it off you know it could they could have easily just not showed it again i felt like it was so casual I know. later there's a clone who uh, was collecting 
droid fingers. <laughs> yeah, and he's like ashamed of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like disgrace. Yeah, the other clones are like, I can't believe you would do something like that. <laughs> I don't it's really disgusting. Get it, yeah, but like, why really would you do it? And also, why is is it gross? <laughs> well, I think it's funny because it's like they're they're like comparing it to like if you were in war and someone was doing something grotesque like collecting their fingers <laughs> that totally kid friendly yeah. with droids but it's like that's what they were like <laughs> in my opinion that's what they're comparing well, to why would anyone care if they collect battle droid fingers making like, a necklace out of fingers you know i think you're right actually i think that's what they're going for but like that's for sure what it, they're going for but <laughs> i don't know but it's there's mixed messages about are we supposed to care what happens to droids or yeah. not because usually they don't care but like occasionally something like this happens i mean i think regardless it was just he was breaking like their their code or whatever and that in itself is yeah. shameful i guess what's their code like they were saying like you don't you, you don't take anything off the battlefield. It was something like that. Okay, I guess. I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't really need to make sense like logically, but it was a rule they had, or just a kind of stigma they had for whatever reason, and it's not a good thing to be doing. Yeah. They don't tell us why, but it's their rule. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I can go with it. Let's cap off with the droid head. This is how they find out that, that somebody's giving them insider info, right? Uh, just to explain what the droid head was for, so we don't leave you hanging. Oh, right, like the show did for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So they're having this, Rex and Cody are having a conversation with Anakin and Obi-Wan, saying, like, we've got to, you know, figure out who the mole is, and then um, Anakin and Obi-Wan say that they're going to sneak into the Separatist-like headquarters on the planet. And as soon as they leave, Cody, yeah, he sees that there's a, active comm link just sitting on a table like someone's listening in well it looked like that's because with the, they turned them all in there or something i mean there's like three in a row so that was my thought yeah it was like they should all be like deactivated but right somebody like intentionally left it on yep and it's the same uh communicator that qui-gon uses in episode one that that was fun to see these things we had a toy of one that <laughs> really oh, know that's what right. they look like you could slide the little chips into it and it would play a line from the movie. A really, really grainy audio clip from the movie. <laughs> it's a standoff. Let's go. They clearly haven't upgraded their communications. Oh, yeah. This is like 12 years, 15 years later. But yeah, so they see that somebody was like spying on them. And so Cody and Rex are chasing them down these corridors in the base. They go different directions and they just meet each other. And like, what happened to him? Where'd he go? Yeah. There's only one exit out of this way. It's into the clone mess hall. They, they don't see anyone running in here, so it's got to be a clone. This really got me intrigued, though, because I was like, aren't the clones, like, programmed to be loyal or something? Like, how could this have happened? Well, it made me wonder a lot about that, the way um, at the end when uh, Slick is explaining his actions, you know, he's... He's really not, like, on board with fighting in this army. It sounded like Slick had been talking to Ventress, so I think she was really manipulating the way he was thinking about about the war and stuff. But, like, he's apparently able to change his mind about things. Like, he's able to come to that decision. Yeah, but to me, it's like, as far as, like, my impression of the clones that is that they shouldn't be able to betray the Republic. You know, they should be programmed in a way. Like, I think they 
there is a level of control that you need. But do they have an option? Like when they're first cloned, do they ask them, would you like to fight for us <laughs> well, or exactly. not? It's, it sounds like not. Like, who would, who would want right. So, so what this character is saying is like, we are basically a race of slaves here. Yes. And what I am doing is for all of you, I'm trying to get freedom for us. And that's, that's the way he's seeing it now. Yeah. And the other clones are like, nope, you're putting us all at risk. You're a bad guy. But I, I think the only reason he thinks that is because he came in contact with Ventress. I think she was doing some force manipulating of his mind or maybe just allowing him to see something that he wasn't able to see. I mean, yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not as convinced in terms of like, I, a little bit, but I'm not convinced is like just completely restricting them. I just think their like personalities and their traits and their born to do it it's kind of all they know yeah and it's also i don't know like if yeah if you're good at it and you're they like doing it you know what i mean like it's they're also similar so that in this case they clone them to all be very similar so uh, to me like the odds are most of them will be that way but that's just my thought never tell me the odds <laughs> yeah and it may and it may or may not have to do with seeing some more of the clone wars too because you see some others deviate from the path too so it's like well here's i i just i googled uh clone trooper free will good good in legends this obedience was simply programmed into their minds whereas in canon they had control chips implanted into their brains well which i think is from this show right they do talk about it but i don't remember quite how it works to me the control chip though is is more for well for order 66, order 66 yeah specifically but I think it's I don't, just other, than, other than that, I don't think it's for anything else because they're not like droids, just like, right. like they're pretty unquestioned. They're pretty free willed. And I think you, you see more of that in the show, in my opinion. Okay. Well, we'll get into it more and then I'll answer some of our questions probably. But the whole thing, the whole clone army thing is pretty weird and pretty oh, shady. Yeah. And they really they don't dig into that very often. <laughs> so I kinda like that. Yeah, I like that they did. It's really interesting. Yeah, I, that's why I, I did not expect the traitor to be a clone at all. Like that's really surprised me. It was cool. No, it's good it's yeah, I liked it though. It was good. Rex and Cody fight slick at the end. They outsmart him and get him trapped. He was like trying to sabotage the base. But yeah, this is where you kinda hear some of what we were talking about. <laughs> All of you just blindly following orders! For what? At least I got something out of all this suffering! Yeah, I bet you sold out your brothers for some real shiny coin, huh? Yes, she offered me money. But she offered me something more important. Something you wouldn't understand. Freedom breaks Rex. Rex, you like get broke apparently, <laughs> but he's like, isn't he like walking around? Like I don't know. They don't really. Yeah, he's just standing. Like oh, look at he's walking around. <laughs> maybe, like, clearly maybe they just cloned break. him a new leg real quick. <laughs> they insinuate with crunching, and then it says bones cracking in the <laughs> subtitles. But if you don't have subtitles on, you maybe you just think, oh, something. it looks pretty painful for him to. Not they sure make it seem like he broke his leg. Uh, well, I I forgot by the time we saw him in the next scene. So I'd, uh... but yeah. I guess that was an interesting conversation because he's like doing it for the clones and he's like really against what they do. But then he's like, I love you guys. Like, he's like, I love my brothers. Yeah. Slick, it was you. He gave us a bit of a chase, sir. 
you couldn't be a greater disappointment. How could you do this to your brothers? <sighs> Only a Jedi would ask that. It's the Jedi who keep my brothers enslaved. We do your bidding. We serve at your whim. I just want something more. And all you had to do to get it was put the rest of us all at risk. I... I love my brothers. You're too blind to see it. But I was striking a blow for all clones. Some good arguments there, I mean. As far as he's concerned, he's doing the right thing to try right. to help his brothers. Yep. I like how the clones call each other brothers. They say, this is a problem. This is one of our brothers. You know? Oh, yeah. And that's totally, I mean, Isaac, like, <laughs> the Republic Commando. <laughs> like, that's the way they they all, like, behave and stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's spot on. They're, they're, yeah, they're not just a squad of soldiers. They are brothers. Well, I mean, that is true, but I do think a lot of that does actually happen in real military situations. Clones are not. Oh, for, you know sure. I mean? for sure. So, a band of brothers. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. For it's sure. like the main, like, this is like the best song from Public Commandos, and it's called Vode Ann Brothers All. I don't know what that stands for, but. That's like that's like the song, man. <laughs> you would recognize it for sure. I think it's like oh, the yeah. main menu music. I, I'm sure I'd recognize most of them. I play that. We play that game a lot. Mm. Oh yeah, here it says there's like some chanting kind of music in it. Oh wow, I don't know where they got this. Is from like the Wikipedia probably. It's on the description for the video. It says this song is a Mandalorian war chant that was featured in. Oh. Republic Commando. The chant would often be sung before battle by Mandalorian soldiers of all classes, found its way to the Clone Wars, and was often performed as an exercise for clone troopers, arc troopers, clone commandos. It is sung in the Mandalorian language called Mandoa. No way. It's very interesting. It doesn't say where that information is from, though. I mean, just another affirming why I love that they're doing the Mandalorian on all. I am, the Mandalorians are so cool. <laughs> I am stoked to get like actual Mandalorian lore. And they did in the first season quite a bit too, with like walk the path of the Mandalore and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. You're going to keep diving into that. Oh, they're going to get into it a lot in these cartoons too. Yeah. All right. Well, I am ready to move on and get to our next episode. That's fine. So join us next time on Star Wars Total Rewatch for Blue Shadow Virus. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about it. it. Well, it has a blue shadow virus in it. I'll give you that much. That doesn't tell me anything. We waved it, giving the whole plot away in that one phrase. Yep. Oh. <laughs> All right. See you next time.